0: How you doing? Everybody wave at me. Do something. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm kind of looking down here so I can see hopefully some of your comments. Uh, this morning I had the privilege already of uh, preaching a, a sunrise service, which is incredible, but we came out of Luke. And today we're going to come out of uh, John chapter 20. And we're going to begin at verse 1. We're going to read a lot this morning, so I want to encourage you for that, but before we do that, um, John uh, chapter 1, turn there. The other thing is, is I would like you this morning to go get um, some bread uh, and some juice. of the juice here, and we're going to observe communion at the end of this uh, message, and then we're going to uh, do another song, and we're going to worship, and and we're just going to thank the Lord, thank Jesus for what he's done. So, Please have that prepared. We're we're going to look now in John chapter 20. We're going to start at verse 1, and there's going to be a lengthy reading here, so everybody read along with me. Everybody out loud, in whatever version you have, (laughs) read with me right now. And here we go. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples and the one whom Jesus loved and said to him, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple, who is writing this book, by the way, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look, in, he saw the linen clothes lying there. went back to their homes now look at verse 11 this is where we're talking about today but mary stood weeping outside the tomb and she wept she stooped to look into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of jesus had been laying and one at the head and one at the feet they said to her woman why are you weeping to her, Amen. Let's pray over the word this morning. Lord, we pray. We thank you, God, for your word. We thank you for what you're doing here, Lord, uh, in America, but also around the world. Lord, how you have changed services and, and the way that we do things, Lord. And, and God, you're doing miracles in our lives, and we thank you, God, for it changing things on us so that we would understand that you are in charge God but not only that that we would give you preeminence this morning that we would worship you Jesus I pray that you would open our eyes that we can see in our ears that we can hear speak to us speak through your servant I pray in Jesus name and everyone said amen, amen. <laughs> The, I'm titling this this morning, Jesus stands outside of the tomb. Jesus stands outside of the tomb. If you're taking notes, feel free to take notes this morning. But uh, point number one is this. Um, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. It's interesting The lady that comes here is Mary Magdalene, and it reminds me of a story in John chapter eleven, verse twenty-five, where Jesus comes to her home, comes to the place where her brother had been, uh, had died, and he he was laying in a tomb. He had been dead for four days. Four days he had been dead, and. Jesus arrives and he's having a interaction, I believe it's with Martha at this time, but he says this, he says, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. So he had said this right before he goes up, he has them take him to where the tomb is, and he, he opens up the tomb and then he says, in a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Man, at this point, Jesus has already proven he has the keys. He, he has the key to eternal life. And Jesus tells him, hey, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus jumps up, uh, and he's all bound up, and he begins to jump up and jump out of the tomb. The tomb, Lazarus' tomb, is empty Because Jesus spoke life. You see, remove the stone from your heart today. Jesus wants to remove the stone. Remove it, remove it right now. You you have said, okay, um, that that didn't work out for me. I prayed to God, I did this, I did that. That didn't work out for me. And you've rolled the stone and you've, called it dead. And right now, I'm telling you, in your heart, as you're listening this morning, remove that stone, because Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And He's going to be, again, to call out to you, Todd, Ken, Trenton, come forth. You've been in that tomb too long. Jesus is the life, and He's bringing you back. Now, now, Point number two is this. Jesus' tomb is empty. You cannot find his body. Death has been conquered by Jesus. The tomb is empty. This is important. This is so important. There are leaders, there are uh, different spiritual leaders um, through the annals of time, through uh, hundreds and hundreds of years, which right now, You can find their body. In fact, the disciples, you can still find uh, their bodies or their bones. Uh, Humans are, are being able to be found of any kind of religion that have led any kind of movement except Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. His tomb is empty. Death has been conquered. You see... We serve a victorious Savior that lives and He moves. I, I have a word for you this morning. I think it's prophetic. I really have a word for you this morning. Um, he is not where we left Him. He is living and active. But He is willing to find you wherever you look for Him. You see, Mary came to the tomb and... She thought he was there because that's where they buried him. And she went to that tomb. But that is not where he is. He is not there. And and she goes back and she's afraid. And, and, And she doesn't understand what has happened. Because Jesus told them he's alive. He told them that he would rise again from the dead. But they didn't understand it. I don't know i mean in one of these easter services uh, maybe 10 years ago five years ago 20 years ago a year ago you heard about jesus and you said jesus come into my heart and he was alive and then maybe something has happened and you have buried jesus and you've put the stone over it and now for some reason today maybe it's what's been happening in the last few weeks or months, or maybe it's just the call of God in the Spirit, but you're coming back and you're saying, I buried him. I don't think I can have a relationship with him. I, have, I have a, I've literally said he's dead in my life. I don't care if you say he's dead. I don't care if uh, John Lennon says he's dead. I don't care if anybody says he's dead. He's not dead. He's alive. And he hasn't been where you buried him. He's been working in your life all along. He's been walking and talking and doing incredible things to bring you to the point where you are now. He is not where you left him. He is living. And he's active. But listen to this. But he is willing to find you wherever you look for him. This morning, maybe you you've went to Christ Church. Maybe you went here a year ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago, and you've turned this on right now. Actually, we've been in existence over 50 years, maybe 50 years ago. And you've said, wow, I remember that church, and you clicked on. I'm looking for Jesus. Jesus will find you wherever you look for him. And guess what? He's here right now. Jesus is here right now. His spirit is here. And he's calling out to you. He's saying, I'm not dead. I'm alive. You see, he's standing outside of the place you tried to bury him. He is calling to you. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the the resurrection, and the life. The last point is basically what I just said. Jesus stands outside of the tomb. You see, this is real important right here. Jesus said, before he's a, you know, ascending to his father, he said, my father and your father, to my God and to your God. God is the God of everyone. God is the God of all mankind. God is the only God. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And you see, Jesus said, My Father and your Father to my God and your God. There was a time when the disciples asked Jesus, they said, Jesus, teach us to pray. And Jesus said, Our Father, you need to know that you've been adopted back into the family of God. That through the blood of Jesus, you can cry out to your Father this morning. Abba, Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You see, in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Right now, let me explain to you where Jesus is. Right now, Jesus is standing by, or, or actually He's seated on the right hand of God. And it says that He makes intercession for you. He's praying. God, I pray for them. Lord, I pray that they would understand. I pray for miracles for them. I pray for their family. He is interceding for you. But He has not left you alone upon planet earth. He said, I will go away, but I will send my spirit, my comfort of the counselor, and He will be with you, and He will be in you. See, Jesus, his spirit, is outside of the tomb, and he's in my heart this morning. A lot of you, he's in your heart. He's walking around. He is all over the globe. This morning, I I seen someone was uh, tuning in from Italy, and they're listening to Italy, and God was in their heart. In Mexico, I know some of my brothers, you guys are listening right now. In India, all over, Jesus is walking and talking the streets right now through his believers and if you've never accepted Christ as your personal savior you have that opportunity this morning it's the greatest day this is an awesome day in fact I, I had let you know at the beginning that we would uh, be taking communion so At your home, if you want to start preparing that, maybe get the bread and the juice together. I want to explain this, but in John chapter 3, verse 16, it said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. His son came and was murdered violently upon a cross. He was buried, he was wrapped, and he was put into a tomb. And I I want a a word for some of you today. You put him in a tomb. I got news for you. He ain't there. He is risen. But maybe at the place you're coming this morning to the place where you left him, he's standing in front of you. you. And you don't even notice him. He's standing in front of you. He's there. If who if Everyone all over right now, if you would, you can take off the, the top part if you have it out in the parking lot. Maybe some of you have a piece of bread at your home and you have uh, some juice. If you have the juice, begin to get that ready. And uh, Jesus said, do this in remembrance. Do this in remembrance of what I have done for you. And on that night that he was betrayed... He took, he took the bread, he broke it, and he said, this is my body that was broken for you. He broke his body. He, he, he opened up his flesh. His flesh was opened up, and it was ripped so that we could be whole. You know, this morning, I want you to, with us, Lift that up, lift that up, that which Jesus has done. Let's pray over, Lord Jesus, we thank you for what you've done, that your body was torn, was ripped, so that I could be whole. Thank you for wholeness. I pray for healing, physical healing for people. I pray, Lord, for uh, those that are having uh, anxiety issues, Lord, to be delivered of that in Jesus' name, to be completely healed. I pray, Lord, that, God, you would do a miraculous work in everyone's life. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Take that which represents. Amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And now we lift up the cup. Um, this is a cup of the covenant of the blood that was shed for you and I. This is the cup of the covenant that Jesus has made. He, he died, He bled for us, it's a covenant. You are saved today. You say this, say this with me, and I, I have not even done this yet, but we're at the point, so we're gonna do it. It says in the Bible, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, you will be saved. So that's what we're going to do right now. Would you do that with me? Say, thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Jesus, I believe that you were raised from the dead. I believe that you sit on the right hand of the Father. I believe that you intercede for me. I believe in you, Jesus. And I ask you to be King and Lord and Savior of my life. If you've done that, amen, let's do this. Let's take that which represents. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you.